Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast, where entrepreneurs, business owners and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember, you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host, Snowy Phillips. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode might be the single most important episode that I've ever discussed. It also may go horribly wrong because as I go through this episode, I'm going to share with you some thoughts on a subject that I've thought about a lot, but maybe my thoughts aren't massively clear. I was having a conversation just this Saturday with a friend of mine who went and read the Inside Out Revolution by Michael Neal, a book that I've recommended on the 10 books that can actually change your life. And in that conversation that I had, I tried to, as best as I could, explain the nature of consciousness. Now, I'm not sure I did the best job of this, but this is what the episode's going to be about, because until I read this book, I think I... I didn't quite have a grasp on the nature of reality as it is, the nature of human consciousness and how it can be improved, increased, in some way made more aware. I think often in life we think the world is the way the world is. Now, This is not going to be an episode on spirituality or anything like that. This is, has, well, this has as much relevance to every area and every part of your life because how we exist in the world is all about how we think about it, to describe it as best as I can. So let me get started. I don't know if you've seen recently, there's been an awful lot of publicity about people talking about the world might be a simulation. Elon Musk is a, a, a large proponent of this idea that the whole world as we see it, the odds of it not being a simulation are billions to one. The way the nature of things and the way technology is going, the, the notion that simulations are going to get so much more amazing with every generation that eventually they'll be indistinguishable from reality itself so much so that the complexity of these simulations will be that good that the people playing in them might not even know that they're in a simulation and the fact of the matter is that there'll be billions upon billions of these simulations and because there'll be so many of them created that the idea that you're already in one is mathematically almost certain. That sounds crazy what I say out loud, but the maths you can't argue with. And I've had experiences in my life where I've thought to myself, how on earth has that happened? Um, Maybe I'll I'll discuss a bit about those experiences at the end of this episode. I've been kind of reluctant to speak on this one area of, of my life, but maybe it's the time. I don't know. I'll decide as I go along in this episode. But for now, I'll get back to the idea of consciousness and 
and how consciousness works. I want to ask you a question though before I do. When you look at the world, how is the world? Is the world how you see it? So I'm going to discuss four levels of consciousness. The first level is what's called objective reality. So objective reality is this. You look out at the world, you're through your eyes and through your senses, and the world is how the world is. You see the world as it stands. The things that you see are the reality of how the world is. You look and hear and taste and touch and you use your senses to look at the world and as you look at the world you see that is the world. That's objective reality. I want you to think of this as well as you riding in a glass elevator looking out at the world. The, the first floor or the ground floor, whichever you want to call it, is objective reality. So you're looking at the world and as you see it, that's how it is. And that's the lowest level of consciousness. That's you thinking in your thoughts and seeing the world and thinking that's exactly how the world is. Seems reasonable, right? How else would the world be? Well then, let me take you to the second floor of our glass elevator. We'll, we'll ride up one floor and I'll give you an idea or a concept that might change the way you look at the world. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you are completely angry or completely happy or completely miserable and sad or absolutely overjoyed. You're in a state of extreme emotional feeling. Let's call it that. Let me ask you a question. Does the world look the same when you're absolutely overjoyed to how it looks when you're absolutely miserable or unhappy? Have a think about that for a second. Does the world change through your perceptions? Let's call it that. If you're honest with yourself, you will say, yeah, actually, when I'm miserable, the world looks far worse than it does when I'm absolutely overjoyed. When I'm overjoyed, everything's shiny and glorious and golden. The people seem friendlier. Nature seems brighter. There's a spring in my step. And the world just looks like a better place to be in. And the opposite side of that is when you're depressed or miserable or really sad. The world looks that little bit less bright. It looks a bit more gloomy. People seem to be out to get you. Everything's sort of off tilt or wrong in the world. And let me ask you another question about that. Is that true? Hmm, interesting, isn't it? So if you recognise that the world looks different based on just something as simple as your mood, then the nature of consciousness and reality is not objective, it's subjective. You filter the world differently based on how you are 
let's say just from a mood perspective, in that mood, at that moment in time, you've realized to some small degree that the world is not the way the world is and that you, in some part, take part in the way the world looks. You've just risen up one floor of consciousness because now you've seen that, hold on a second, the world that was once objective, the way it's the way I perceive it, has just changed that to that little bit different world to a world where, in some small way, I've changed the way the world looks through my perceptual filters. If that in some way has changed you or blown your mind a little bit, it should, because that allows you some real great opportunities in the world. Knowing that when you're in a mood, good or bad, can change the way you can see reality, makes you want to maybe readjust your thinking, knowing that your thinking is changing things for you. So you see the world as being out to get you, the world looks that little bit darker. So change it to you making the world that little bit brighter because you can do this with an understanding of the subjective nature of consciousness. You can go, well, I'm making the world worse by the way I look at it. I can make it that little bit better by me looking at it in a slightly different way. Okay, let's, let's slide up one more floor. On this floor, this is called constructed or created reality. The great mathematician Bertrand Russell talked about you having two heads, a real head and a perceived head. If you realise that all thoughts, all, all the world as you look at it, takes place as an electrical chemical or electrochemical uh, response inside your brain. Everything you see, hear, touch, taste, all the stimuli that you get is actually being processed in your brain. You get that right. So if it's all taking place in your brain, inside your head, all of reality is a perception of you. It's a complete thing that you've created inside your head as a chemical elect electrochemical reaction so the whole world as you perceive it is created inside your head and in reality then there has to be a head outside your head you've got two heads your perceived head which is the electrochemical reaction going on in your head and then yours there's the real head that has to be outside that or does it that's the question if all of this is a electrochemical reaction in your head. You are creating the world as you look at it, as you taste it, as you touch it. Everything that is happening is of your own creation. Hold on to that thought for a moment in time. The world is exactly how you create it. Now, you may say, no, the world is as it is, because I've walked into a... a small table and bump my leg and that felt completely real to me and I get that that is sometimes how 
nature will or reality will will invade in on us but remember that knock to your leg also took place as an electrochemical reaction in your brain so for a for a a moment in time though you can recognize that everything that's going on you are creating instantaneously as it happens inside your head it makes you the creator you're the creator of your reality you're one step higher than the subjective nature of reality because you can to some regard absolutely create the world you're in i hope you get that as an idea because it's a really really powerful idea and it's an idea that has profound consequences for you that you are not subject to the nature of reality you can actually create your own reality okay we'll go one final step higher on our or one floor higher on our amazing glass elevator this floor is called illusory reality and this is the nature that all reality is an illusion so is nature an illusion? Is reality an illusion? Well, if it's true that we are in a simulated universe and we can't prove that we're not for a better world, we've got no way of absolutely knowing that this is not a simulated reality, then that has really profound consequences for us and how we are in the world. Okay, maybe I, I will. So, in the past, I've, well, taken chemicals, let's, let's say that. I've, I've, I've had experiences with, with hallucinogenics and disassociatives that made me absolutely question the nature of reality. I've, I've had experiences where I've experienced the infinite. I've existed in my mind everywhere every when in so that's from the beginning of time to the end of the time and 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 everywhere absolute unity experiences and as much as i know these experiences were helped by chemicals the experience from my perspective appeared as real to me as the the chair i'm sitting on it wasn't a reality that was made up it felt completely well even to say more real than the reality i'm in is to to understate the experience the this was a hyper reality more real than real i've experienced it through some of these experiences many lives one life after another one life after another where i lived I was born, I lived, I died, I was born, I lived, I died. And these experiences felt completely real. I've also seen in, in my vision when i on these things a countdown clock in digital format. And I was thinking to myself, maybe I'm in a simulated universe because there's no way evolution would allow something like that to happen. It doesn't seem even possible because... Yeah, these experiences made me question the very nature of what and who I am and how I exist in the world. And that 
if these worlds were created in my own head through electri- uh, different chemicals to change the electrical chemical um, compounds in my, my brain, and that these realities were created in my head and felt more real than real, then I have to ask myself the question, are these realities real or are they made up? Are they illusory? Are they created just by myself? Are they fictitious imaginings of my own mind? And when you ask that question, you recognise that the nature of consciousness, the nature of reality, is not a a factual thing. It is a thing that has, to some degree, the nature of it being almost, I hate to use the word magical, but magical. That it, it, it could be completely something that's totally made up not real, fictitious, a world that I've created using the magics of, of my mind and, and the electrochemical responses within my mind. And that all consciousness could be just that, a, a, figment, a figment of my imagination or someone else's imagination. It could be ones and zeros or code running on some hard drive somewhere in some other universe and the fact that I can't prove that that's not true makes the whole nature of reality not fixed the way it is okay so yeah maybe this episode's getting a bit more weird than I imagined it might but it's something for you from this day onward to think about whenever you're having a bad day or a good day or you want your day to go better or improve. You might recognize to yourself that this reality might not be as real as you think it is, that, that your consciousness can be lifted. Now, the some of the higher levels of consciousness that we've talked about the the created or constructed reality and the illusory reality are not everyday experiences i don't drop off and fall into some cosmic bliss some cosmic understanding of the universe every day this is this is you know i'm not an enlightened or illuminated being but i glimpse these moments where where reality has become not what I thought it was, or, or more real than I thought it was. But, but from your perspective, even if you just think of the two lower levels, the objective reality and the subjective reality, you recognise straight away that you do have some control over how the world is, and how you see the world, and how you act in the world, because to some degree you recognise that you are a creator in that world, even if it's through your own filters. Right, I think I'll I'll end this podcast here, because it seems like a good spot too. I'll, I'll try and summarise what we've discussed. The nature of reality is not necessarily how you think it is. If you only look at the world and think that's the way it is, you may be slightly wrong. You also recognise from a subjective 
nature that the mood that you're in might actually change the way that you perceive the world. And that, by its very nature, will let you into the notion that, to some degree, you are a creator in the world. When you shift up one floor and you recognise that everything takes place as an electrochemical reaction in your brain, you are a creator of everything around you. You may even realise that you've got at least two heads, according to Bertrand Russell. And not that I'm, I'm suggesting um, that you try this, but there's also the notion that through other stimuli, and this could be actually not just through chemicals, but for you through yoga and tantra and holotropic breathing, you can reach these higher states of consciousness that may make reality more than real for you. And that the nature of reality is, to some degree, an illusion created by you, someone else, a simulation, a some unknowable force, and that you may be part of that unknowable force. Okay, well, like I say, I think we'll end there, because this has got a little bit more woo-woo than I imagined it would. But, yeah, if there's one thing you can take away from this episode, recognise that, just from the subjective nature of reality, that every moment of every day you can do something to change the way you see the world okay i hope there were some interesting insights or ideas in this episode if you would like to see a little bit more about the inside out nature of reality i suggest you get hold of michael neal's book the inside out revolution it's it's a book that made me look at the world in a completely different way if you excuse the the pun and as ever remember that maybe this one or maybe the next one you're only ever one insight away i'd ask you as ever to subscribe to the channel and share it with anyone you like or on social media if you've enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more please Come back to the next one where I will hopefully talk about something a little bit more down to earth. Till then, as ever, enjoy your day. Take care.